celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. I think we have more fun here than really is allowed by law. Don't tell anyone. We love our jobs. Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Vladdy, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Joey Volani, the dog father and animal communicator, Joey Turner. Today, Dr. Debbie connecting with us from a super secret animal radio mission. I can't tell you what it's all about because they it won't tell must me. must be top secret. It is top secret. Know. Yeah. Won't. They're afraid if they tell Joey or me or Vladi that we're just going to go blab it. So she actually connects uh, incognito and we'll talk to her in just a few minutes. <laughs> KGB style. It is like a KGB uh, stuff. I'll blab. You can't tell me that kind of stuff because I tell. I know. I know. That's the way I am too. On the show today, Emmy Lou Harris will be joining us for the season of stars. Nancy Cartwright, by the way, wow. next weekend from uh, The Simpsons. She's Bart Simpson. Yeah, I know. It's it's uh, a season of stars that just will not end. And Stacy Cohen working in the newsroom. What do you got going on, girlfriend? Would anything that PETA does surprise you, especially when it involves sex? Well, guess what? They've (laughs) launched a new site, PETA.XXX. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Yeah, you know what? They really don't surprise me anymore, and I I find it hard to get behind anything that PETA does anymore. I think... uh they ruin their message. They they do. They make it they make it too difficult. Um it's 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 I don't know. I mean they they had good thoughts behind it originally and they just make it too difficult. Hey, Look, I, I got a question real quick. Yes. Um, I have also a very stupid question to you as Okay, well, well let, let Joey go first because his okay. question will be Does shorter. Does anyone know as long as I've been grooming, yeah. I've never encountered this. Can you get poison ivory from your dog because I'm itching my ass off and I got poison ivy. Ooh. And the dog was rolling around outside. I thought he was rolling around in crap, so I picked him up real quick because I didn't because he just had a bath. And then the next day I just noticed I got some blotches and I started scratching and scratching and it started spreading. So I went to the doctor. He says you got poison ivy. Now I wasn't messing around in the garden this week, so yeah. the only thing I can think of is my dog rolled in it and got the oils on me, but I, I've never heard of that before. that's absolutely what, possible yes yeah possible what part of the body you have itching <laughs> i just want to make sure you're not you didn't mess around with another girl no it's 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 yeah it's arms knees um you know no private areas don't worry you know but otherwise okay. peter be calling in make sure. put me on that triple x site you know otherwise you you could put a russian secret coconut oil on that part and that would be healed oh, so next boy. time do that if you do that yeah, no, I, you can get it. Really? You can get it from your dog if they the oils transfer over to you. Now the question is, is your dog itching? No. Yeah. No, anyway, uh, I mean, we can guess or not. They have a, okay, yeah. Vladi, what's your question? I might have a stupid question to the Joe. I just want to ask him: Is it possible to teach the regular general folks to groom their dog? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's 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 what I did every day. I mean, it's you know, it's 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 not rocket science. Everyone wants to try to make what's it's you're, you're freaking cutting hairs. What all you doing? It's um, it's 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 easy as long as you're safe and you got some sort of an artistic eye, you'll be good at it. But why I cannot? Why I have hard time to 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 teach the dog uh, to folks to train their dogs, and you have no problem, you know, to train uh, them to no, cut their hair. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely gonna say it's definitely not no problem and but it's it's like you if you work with them a little bit and once they catch on they usually excel quickly after that it's the same thing once they catch on a little bit and they they understand you know the mechanics of it then it's it's you know it's like everything else it's you i think it's, it's like about riding a bike i think it's about coordination you guys cannot believe i i had one client 
he's truly he's truly a brain surgeon I don't know who gave him that license because I would not trust him even put a shot in the dog's butt he was so discoordinated in the dog training he could not do anything here I'm not sure how he does those surgeries unbelievable well let me ask you when, when, when you when you go to someone's house and train their dogs is it do you find it difficult for them or do they usually pick it up easy no I think that people have a number one problem to become the alpha I see the alpha problem in every almost every um, household it's number one families don't know who is in charge in generally they play in democracy they tell me everyone is in charge well I oh. tell them if everyone is in charge means no one so the dog doesn't how know the, how about the Go guy ahead. with the biggest stick in the house you know the biggest this stick you know it should not be the guy I mean we're not here to selling the guy needs to run the house or wife needs to run, but somebody needs to lead and somebody needs to follow Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. She's connecting today live from a super secret animal radio mission. We don't know what it is. They won't tell us. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Mika, the perfect dog. Dog father, Joey Volani. Animal communicator, Joey Turner. And Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Screening calls today. And uh, Emmy Lou Harris is going to be joining us in just a few minutes for the season of Stars. Uh, Joey Volani, what are you working on today? I'm going to talk about um, whether you should clip your dog's pads or you shouldn't, or you, your groomer should or shouldn't, I should say. So this is an important one, so listen. Okay, Stacy, what are you working on? Well, if you have a lab, you know that they will eat just about anything. And, you know, labs are used for uh, search and rescue. They're really smart dogs, seeing eye dogs, they're, they're a number of things. But did you know they also are used to detect whale poop? <laughs> I'm serious. They help in a study. I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. I have just one stupid lap in my house for the boot camp. That uh -oh. lap is jumping in my van with a closed door and just bump uh, of my van door like a bounce back. Look at that on my Mika and say, I'm sorry, Mika. I was thinking it's it's open. And Mika, look at him. Are you dumb lap? I would never do that. <laughs> it must be pretty intimidating to be a dog around Mika. That's all I can say. Yeah, you know. A dog around Vladi, period. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we say about dumb lab among the trainers, not just because they're stupid or dumb, but because they're bulletproof. Typical lab can run through the glass door not realizing there is the glass door because that's what they need to do in the hunting for the hunter. So, and you know, lab, you know, even Hale can stop by with uh, American cheese or Russian kalbasa and just say, okay, whatever, Max, let's go. And he's still wagging. Okay, he will go with you. Try to do it to the Mika. It's not going to happen. So that's why I stay with German shoppers. <laughs> On the way, Emmy Lou Harris joining us. For our season of the stars, the uh, studio is kind of different today. We have Judy, who's in Los Angeles today. She's not screening calls, so I have Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, screening calls. Uh, Judy is having her <laughs> fifth or sixth grandchild, something like that. And uh, I think it was four uh, just a few minutes ago. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to find out how many. <laughs> and then, of course, you, Doctor Debbie, you you sound a little different today because you're not in studio. You're actually broadcasting live from a super secret location. There's a lot of testosterone in studios. Just me, Vladi, and Joey. <laughs> and Stacy's locked herself in the newsroom. Hi, Marcella. What's going on? Hi. Yes, I have a situation with um, my dog. He likes to pee in his bed. I've washed the bed. I've put like the deterrent on it. 
so he won't pee, but he will pee, and then he'll sleep in the same bed, and he'll, he'll even pee in his covers. Is he awake when he's doing that, or is he sleeping and he's leaking? No. He's awake? Yeah, he's awake when he does it. Like, I've seen him, like, about to do it, and I'll say, stop, no, no. And he will, like, stop at that time, but then he, somehow I'll come back to his bed and he'll go next to the side of the bed. So what the breed? He's a chihuahua. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, what age? He's two now. He started yeah, so doing it uh, probably about six months ago. Okay. So it's a little bit Is old he neutered? Like cat. No, he's not neutered. Oh. oh, my goodness. Send him over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite. I know, Dr. Debbie, why you so hate that testosterone things? I mean, you're a female. You should love testosterone, but you're cutting those like testicles. Go ahead. I like a clean house, too. And number one thing, if I hear a client call or say that their doggy is peeing in the house and it's a male dog and it's not neutered, you know, those hormones are very powerful things. And uh, the desire to mark the house and home and claim his territory is very strong. Um, and uh, so that would be my first recommendation. And I think Vlad could probably take it from there. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, I really support you on that. And I believe this is the would be first stop to take care of the issue and hopefully you're not against that um, no i'm not yeah so it's 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 happened in my practice it's happening uh, many times as a matter of fact uh the dogs pee on uh, something which is very important sometimes on their own or yes dr Debe, i recently had one very beautiful and sexy lady um and the dog was uh english bulldog and while she was talking me whole life stories about that behavior that dog lifted his leg and urinated on her that, that has happened to me <laughs> because he thinks you're oh. his bitch. <laughs> he basically was telling me that, uh, you know, Vlad, I'm not sure what you're talking about here. I did that, though, not this one. <laughs> Yeah, but you know that's what the dog said. You are in, the dog think you you are in his possession, and that dog bed in his possession too. He is kind of marking it. It could be many subjects, but uh, I would uh, number one, I would take care of the testicles. Number two, I would rid of this bed. It's gone. Okay. It's done. You cannot recover it. Of course, okay. unless you're using. Simple solution basically makes the, um, it calls laundry, laundry, uh, powder or tablets. You can add it and, uh, wash it with that. That will hopefully kill all that sand, but I would get the new dog bed anyway. Okay. And after that, I would really would put some time in the training because it takes time, doctor, when the testosterone drops off. So you have to make sure, because the, 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 uh, this marking behavior driven uh, by testosterone, but testosterone enhanced dog's social status. So you took care of the cause as far as uh, cutting that part. Right. And the second thing, you got to you show can say it, Vlada, you can say cut the testicle <laughs> off. You, it's okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. I try to be politically correct, you know, for the last in a while. Why start now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Cut those heck of testicles anyway. So no testicles, no problems. <laughs> okay. So 
Yeah, and after that, after that again, you should drop his social status by doing obedience training. Simple thing, like color unleash, walking from the house, sit, stay, calm down, no jumping on the bed, no sleeping in your bed. You know, allowing the dog sleep with you in your bed is like allowing the man sleep with you. From that time, he's never going to listen to you. The same thing as the dog. If you elevate him vertically, you elevate him socially. That's what the dogs think. So he sleeps in his own bed, and I, I put him up at night so they don't sleep with me at bed. And I do, I walk him, so it's not like I don't walk him. I do walk him. No, he sure walks you probably. Night. What I'm telling you, you have to walk in structures. It means you have to have a training collar and leash. If okay. you want to use that harness, it's okay for me, unless it's going to be no pull harness, something like that. Okay. But don't allow him go ahead of you. Just uh, snap the leash a little bit. Make sure letting him know that house is yours. Working inside the house where the bed is, you indirectly telling him you're the boss. And another thing what I would do, I would start to I would put his football next to the bed, new bed, because the dogs don't like to pee and poop in the area where they pee and poop. So naturally, even when he finishes feeding, if his feeding ball is still next to the bed, he magically is not going to pee in that bed. If it's still going to be a problem, I will move to the next extreme cases. I will start to spray that bed with the products stay off. Uh, and okay. uh, you can find them, you know, you can even use a citrus deodorant. It's just cheaper oh. to buy a new bed, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so that would I would do everything together. Thanks for your okay. call today. We wish you the best of luck with that. We do follow up, so if uh, you need to follow up, give us a call toll free at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. You know, here at Animal Radio, we can be pretty picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know that Ladybug is one finicky diva. So when we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, well, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? Yes, she loves it. For over three years now, she's been eating Stella and Chewy's. You can get the official food of Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog by visiting StellaandChewy's.com. We also make a great cat food, too. You're listening to Animal Radio. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beefalicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaandChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Oh no, a storm! Where's my thunder shirt? I need my thunder shirt! It hugs me, keeps me calm during storms, otherwise I freak! Here, boy, let's put on your thunder shirt! Oh, oh, that's much better. Hey, folks, if your dog or cat's like me and scared of noises, traveling or vet visits or being left alone, try Thundershirt. It's the easy, drug-free way to keep them calm. For only $39.95 with a money-back guarantee, don't be afraid to try one. Buy a Thundershirt now at pet stores or at Thundershirt.com. You love your pets, but should anything ever happen to your furry friend, could you really afford it? With pet insurance from ProtectYourBubble.com, you can get up to 90% reimbursement for covered charges. Use any licensed vet and cancel at any time. Let us help you care for your pet with pet insurance that covers accidents and illnesses. Visit ProtectYourBubble.com for a quick quote or call us at 855-792-7387. That's 855-792-7387. Underwritten by United States Fire Insurance Company. 
Company. Coverage may vary by state. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, and you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. <laughs> you have to translate for dumb Russian. Six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's cute. Vladi is getting a lesson on how to groom Mika from Joey Volani right now. And see, it's and I hate to do that because you know I I think everyone needs to stick to its own business. You know, one mistake I make on the nails and that will be done. Mika gonna be afraid, so I let just Joey Volani to take care of her nails. Joey's a pretty good teacher. Are you a good teacher, Vladi? Yes, I'm amazing teacher, but you don't want to be my student because uh. you will be sweat. You know, I had a he few students in my life. All of them quitted on me. <laughs> He made me sweat trying to train my dogs, but yeah. he's, he's 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 the best. He's the no, he is. He's the best. I got a little. He's yeah. a who? We got Vladi. Yeah. I got a little flop <laughs> no, you, sweat too. It, it's just my strife for excellence is beyond belief. It's like a gymnastic a Russian teacher or you know figure skater. I mean, we're crazy when it comes to the quality. You are that's a perfectionist, why. that's for sure. Yeah. Let's uh, go to the phones. We have Shirley on the phone to talk to Vladi. Hi, Shirley. Hi. What's going on? How are you? Good, Shirley. How are you? Well, I'm in a dilemma. I don't know exactly what to do. Uh, I okay. have uh, a uh, adorable miniature poodle. I've had him since he's two months, two days old. And okay. um, it's an elongated story, but I'm going to try to make it very short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when That'd he um, was uh, a, a few years old, uh, I, I met this uh, uh trainer in a vet's office and she seemed very nice she was taking two uh dogs to um uh the children's hospital they did little tricks i have never uh actually uh, trained a dog except for myself i never Sherry, had a trainer Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. but i thought it would hold be on. cute Sherry, 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 hold on one second yes. one minute is already gone we are not even close to the point so i, I really know. want to help you anyway, so why don't you start with the question a, a long story short she let um, my dog go when she wanted to walk him, and um, she never come back. Uh, no, she she just let the leash go, and he okay. ran all the way up the street, and he broke his leg. Uh, and lucky he didn't do anything else. Anyway, it changed him. Um, the vet that we went to, um, his leg is fine, but the only thing is. Uh, after a while, he wouldn't let me uh, do all the things that I did, brush his teeth every night, uh, groom him, bathe him. Uh, I always did all of that myself. So uh, okay. I take him to a groomer. She, she does all of that. But I style him. Okay. And, uh, but, so uh, your question is? He nips. Okay. Uh, he's, he nips when you do what? and lovable and kisses, but he will nip if... Um, he, he doesn't if. like me to do anything. Okay. Um, 
that's uh, got it. has to do got with it. And, and when somebody knocked the door, he barked like a like AK-47, yes? No, 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 he doesn't, he's not a barker. You sleep with him in the bed? Yes, I do. Yeah, guilty. You let him jump on the furniture? <laughs> uh, yes, he does. He doesn't okay, he f- has a free feeding, he has no scheduling, you feed him all the time? Oh, no, he, no, he gets his meals and he sits before I uh, that's good. tell him that's to good. go eat his food. He sits and waits. Okay, I tell so him you're basically violating just a few things. You're just not supposed to sleep with him, that's for sure, and not jumping on the furniture. That's for sure. Uh, Joe, what do you think the problem is? I think that lady is not the alpha. I think that dog is thinking at the certain circumstance, I can allow her to touch me. Under certain circumstance, I don't because he's accepting her authority. It sounds like to me that um, she's letting the dog get away with certain things. And I also think since the dog got hurt, that um, yep. possibly it's the, it's the sorry factor. where you And tell yep. me if I'm right, that you feel real sorry for what happened. So it, the dog sounds like it could be a little bit spoiled as well. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, My mother had dementia, and it was a different atmosphere in the house for over three years. And Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of crying going on, and Mm -hmm. it was a different atmosphere for him also. Yeah, but but, uh, just because... um just because uh, it was different atmosphere, he was very busy and distracted. Right. He definitely, you know, uh, didn't have it too much time to devote just discipline him or setting the structures. You felt bad for him. It's a natural. It's not because you're bad. We're not trying to blame you. As a matter of fact, we're so appreciative so you're calling us because I, I know the solution. I just want you to understand the root cause. And um, the root cause is this. You don't confuse your kindness for weakness. Uh, dogs live in the present. They don't live in the past. They don't live in the future. I've seen many dogs who truly was abused, and the people were complaining, telling me their present behavior. It's not your case. I understand. I just let the other folks know. So the people were connecting the past behavior with the present, and it's not. I've seen real abused dogs, and they were sweethearts in the present. And I know the dogs who never been abused. They act like uh, vicious dogs in the present. Look, here's the solution I would do for you if I would be your trainer. Number one. I would get Yorkie's leash or um, any string, uh, six foot, but I like to Yorkie's leash, very thin leash, so you would need to attach to your dog and let, uh, to the collar, I mean, and let your dog drag this line all the time when she's home. I and do. you're home. When you're not around, you have to disconnect it. So in this situation, you should never endanger yourself. If you want to communicate with your dog, you should use... You say calm, or for instance, dog jump on the furniture. You should really consider my uh, my suggestions because if you're elevating your dog vertically, you're elevating your dog socially. And if the dog think you're his roommates, you're living together, you equals. You're never gonna get any. He's not gonna get any authority. He's not gonna get any commands from you. He will always allow you to be petted. It's very classic what you just tell him. I hearing. I see what you're saying. I see it all the time. The dogs like yours, very smart, very manipulative. They're almost like a terrorist. They are. 
using weapon of fear. They are nice dogs under certain circumstances. You pet me when we want, but this time I don't want. I let me show you. And they know as soon as they start to growl, you right. back down, and they are winning, and that's behavior keep rewarding with you or somebody else. So you have to break that vicious cycle. You start to win, and the dog start to needs to start to lose. That is why that long line would be very important, dragging around. Make sure when you're not home, you have to be disconnected so the dog not going to get tangled or something like this. So that that's going to be like safety. I never grab that dog by the collar. I gonna I will step on the rope. I will reinforce it with the leash. When the dog comes, I always use positive reinforcement. I got to give him good boy, give him treats and things like that. I really would do training with this dog. I would get maybe a star mark, star in the sky, star mark, dog collar for small dogs. And I want to do a little bit training. Sit, stay, walking, just walking dog around the house would be really helpful. To show you're the boss. It's almost like marking your territory, Joe, without spraying around. And, uh, that's what I would do. And at the end of the road, if he still shows any, any, any bad nipping, of course, I would use my favorite pet convincer. You can Google it. Pet convincer. It's an air spray device. He, he shows a little bit, uh, nipping attitude. You push the button, naming to the shoulder. It's air comes on the ramps like this, it's going to startle him. But you, if you do the proper way of handling it, you know, if you limit his privileges, if you do obedience training, if you have a management tool, as the leash, you full alibi to use pet convincer when he does something bad. That's so, everything together will work for you. And thank you so much for calling and sharing, sharing your story. Uh, hold on, I got a question. Do you ever, do you ever bring those privileges back? I mean, can the dog ever go back on the furniture or in the bed? Or do you, do you not believe in that? I mean, once you I break know, the I habit, know yourself, you're sleeping with your dogs all over. And let me just hook well, up and from it's this. It's a problem in my household. Yeah, I know. So. I, I will talk to you off the air about this because you know how I one day, one day I came into your home and your dogs were 10 times worse than that lady's dog <laughs> barking nonstop and everything. And your wife was telling me, Oh, that's okay. The, 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 they know Normally, usually behave, doesn't behave it just because of you. Of course, because they felt my authority. But look, every but they teacher all look knows. good, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, teacher, every teacher knows. You take the class, you become authoritative. You class follow along, you can become more flex- flexible. But you cannot eat your cake and have it too. You can hear a lot. Oh, little changes will make you big benefits. No, people. Little changes will bring you little benefits. Big changes will bring you big benefits. That's why when the bloody talks, everyone is listening. Very good. Go to the next client. one 405 This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Thundershirt. If your dog or cat is a Afraid of noises, vet visits, or being left alone? Thundershirt's constant gentle pressure is the simplest solution for calming them. It's easy to use, drug-free, and only $39.95. Buy yours at pet stores or thundershirt.com. Let's go ahead and give one away right now. If you have a scaredy cat or scaredy dog, 1-866-405-8405 right now for a Thundershirt. They really work, you know. Because I, I, I bought one and I put it on my dog and, and it really, really worked. I mean, I was, I was, I was shocked. Hi, it's Alec Cable with today's dog tip. So you've done your homework, you're ready to make an incredible commitment and get yourself a puppy. You know the responsibility you're taking on and you've thought long and hard about what kind of puppy you want and how best to pick him or her out. Or did you? When I met my lady, my last dog was a well-behaved, well-socialized, grown adult. He passed and she wanted a puppy. I tried to prepare her for the storm that was coming. She said she understood and so a very lucky stroke. My neighbors got together, a lab and a shepherd, and they had puppies. Now this was great because it enabled me to do some incredible 
incredible preparation and homework. Firstly, I could observe the puppies as often as I wanted, and when they got older, I could take a couple at a time and visit my backyard. So let's talk about picking out puppies. You know when you go to the supermarket, you just don't pick up any cucumber and stick it in your cart. No, it's got to be a beautiful green cucumber, crisp and ripe. Many people just pick out puppies or dogs just based on how they look. But shouldn't you ask yourself what personality traits you'd most like to see in a puppy? And whether or not you want a smart dog. The best way to gauge a puppy's intelligence is to observe him. Puppies have very short attention spans. They can't focus very long on anything. Kind of like guys when you're talking about your relationship. They're on to the next thing before you can snap your finger. So if you observe a puppy that can focus for 10-15 seconds on an object or anything, that's a great sign of intelligence. Also, watch how the puppy interacts with the other puppies. Does he leave the pack occasionally, go off on his own to explore? Or does he always cling tightly to the group? When he plays, is he dominant or is he submissive? And watch how his mother corrects him when she doesn't like the behavior, usually grabbing him by the neck with her teeth or pushing him down to the ground. That's another important thing to observe, how a mother corrects bad behavior in her pups. You're going to be doing a lot of correcting when you bring your puppy home. Okay, so to be prepared for your first night, your dog is going to wail and whine all night long. My wife wanted me to return him the next day. He's away from his mother and his litter mates for the first time. He's scared. He's in a strange environment, and he's calling out to them, and more than likely, he'll do it for a week or two. Do yourself a favor and get a crate, and we'll be talking about crate and potty training next time. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, PETA and sex, they go hand in hand, so to speak. Uh, of course, PETA is known for using those controversial methods to bring attention to animal issues, and they've launched a new site, PETA.XXX. It's a sexy website, features some porn stars. I'm former porn stars, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if these guys are still doing porn. Ron Jeremy, I've heard his name years ago. That guy still works. Jenna Jameson, Rose McGowan, and the controversial Sasha Gray. The animal rights organization is attempting to raise awareness for animals, although some might question PETA's unorthodox strategy. The site offers a lot of important information on animal welfare, and it might prove to be educational for many. The site's relatively work-safe, so if you're looking for something intense under the hardcore video section, well, you might be in for a little surprise. There was a study published in the online science journal, PLOS-1, and it was the first to use scat detection for dogs. Now, what they do is they find feces of endangered killer whales for research. Tucker, who's a black lab in the study, was able to detect the endangered whale poop from uh, as far away as a mile. Tucker did his job by just boarding a small boat, lingered near the whales. Scientists use this technique to determine the levels of stress and hunger hormones in the feces so that they can analyze the effects of stress on malnourished orcas. Now, according to the study, the approaching boat season stresses out orcas, but not more than being underfed. And these beasts are hungry because they're not uh, enough salmon to sustain this already declining species. Catherine Ayers, she's a lead researcher from the University of Washington, said in a news release that whales are often difficult to study because they spend 90% of their time underwater. I, you know, I, I would think it would be hard. Can we just talk poop for a second? Put your food down if you're eating. Just I don't want to disturb that. But seriously, I mean, think about a goldfish. <laughs> And when they go to the bathroom, I know it's different than a whale, but isn't it the same kind of thing that comes out of them? It doesn't come out like a horse. It's got to come out kind of squishy and, and and moves around or something. It's amazing that a dog can detect it and find it. 
Although my lab eats just about everything, so who knows. Okay, moving on. It's foxtail season, and a booming one. Foxtails uh, are seed-ons. They're produced by a number of non-native grasses, kind of like a torpedo shape. It's got little barbs, and it sticks to anything that they come in contact with, including fur on animals. They also can get into a dog's ear canal, and they then continue to burrow down towards the eardrum. They can even penetrate through the eardrum and cause severe ear damage and infection. As one might imagine, it's pretty uncomfortable for your dog, and the ear, however, is one area, but you can also get in between their toes. So you want to make sure just, you know, this is the time of year when they're out and about, and um, it can really irritate your dog. So just keep an eye on them, and if you're in an area where there's a lot of foxtails, watch out. Uh, you don't want to have to go to the vet and have them taken out. I've had to do that with my dog. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. one 405 8405 That's toll free to Dr. Debbie. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Dog father, Joey Volani. And animal communicator Joy Turner. And, oh, Mika, down Mika. Mika's a little feisty today, don't you think? Yeah, she just she just getting insulted that you did not introduce her today. I'm sorry. You know what? And before I I introduced Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog, so why don't I just go ahead and introduce Mika? She we just know her as Mika. She doesn't really have like a stunt dog title or anything like that, but she is the most well behaved dog that we know. Mika the perfect. She, there you go, Mika the perfect. And speaking of perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Volani with our tip of the week, brought to you by Wall, because dogs are one of the most intelligent animals. It's no wonder that Wall Pet Clippers are the number one choice for dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving money. Visit Wall at WAHLPet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, all bow, please, for Joey Volani. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much there, how you're just so kind. Can I get up now? Hey, listen. Yeah, you can get up. You can get up. Hey, um, I got a good question this week on um on the website, and it was um, I had a woman ask um, why does my groomer um want to clip the um hair in between um the pads of my dog's feet, and I know we discussed it before, but we really never discussed um you know why. Excuse me, excuse me between dog. the legs, but no, not between the legs, between the pads of the feet at the on the bottom. Ah, uh, okay. So I just want to make sure some dogs. <laughs> No, not between the legs. That's private now. You know, you, whatever you do at home, Vladi, you know, I don't know. Anyway. How, how many complaints were received, were received last week because of Vladi? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. We domesticated dogs, and we changed their coats. I mean, it's, ta- it's taken thousands of years to evolve into the coats that we have today. So because of this, um, pets' coats don't work the way they probably originally would as the original wild dogs, where um, coat would automatically shed out and new growth would happen. Basically, when we develop when we develop all these um, these pure breeds and and change their coats, some of the coats don't shed out like your long flowing coats, Lassas, Shih Tzus, Maltesers. The pads of the feet in those dogs it doesn't shed out. So what ends up happening is you got to understand dogs perspire through their tongue and through the pads of their feet, so it gets wet. So that's a lot of times you'll see dogs chewing at their feet because it gets irritated. When those type of dogs, the hair gets wet, what ends up happening, it mats up in the pad. 
Now, they don't get as hard as a rock. So what will happen is, it's you know, we, we, we talked um, last week on the show about cutting a dog's nails, and that will stop them from walking because it's uncomfortable. Well, this also will. Maybe not as serious as that would, but because it becomes uncomfortable for them to walk on, you have to clean that out. Mm. The other thing is, is what it does, it, it, it lets them... It, it, it lets them um, perspire better because, you know what, the water and everything is not, or the sweat, I should say, it's not getting trapped now in the coat itself. So that moisture is not staying there building up because also what happens, it's, it's, it's almost like at three um, foot, a fungus builds up, and you'll have dogs then start start to chew on it. So you want to get that out of there and make sure that um, your groomer is doing it. Now, there are dogs out there like, um, for instance, um, Mika, your German Shepherd, Vlad. Um, mm-hmm. Her but coat will shed out automatically. Well, besides, yes, yeah, she don't have to get her pads done because it's going to shed out automatically. So dogs that have short shedding coat will come out automatically. Now, just because your dog sheds, don't automatically think that that's, that that's going to happen with your dog. It has to be a short coat. Like long-haired German Shepherds, well, you want to know something? The hair on their pads can grow long enough where the dog can actually walk on it. The other thing that happens is... Hold on, quick question. Uh, a lot of my clients, and I'm sure some people from your side also keep asking, is it possible by using um, some type of the nutritional, nutritional supplement stop shedding? And I'm telling that's not. You can reduce it, but you cannot stop. Is it it's, true? It's natural process. It's it's. You, you listen. You don't. You it's don't like stop you aging. Never want to stop. You don't want to stop your dog from shedding because you're, sta- you're, you're stopping the natural process of, of, of your dog's coat. You want it to shed out. You want new growth to come in. That's that's healthy process. When 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 you try to do something against to the mother nature. change. The pattern of that's exactly what you're doing. You're changing what Mother Nature basically, um, you know, has, has designed for, um, you know, for for, for dogs. And you we've done that. Yeah, we sure. domesticated them. We changed a lot of things. So you don't want to stop shedding, Joe. So all those products which is claimed to stop shedding, it's BS. Yes. I'm glad we're not advertising. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it's BS because some of them do work, but. I don't know if there's any long-term, you know, problems that could happen after it. Now, the shampoos and conditioners that say that they do it, basically what they do is they lubricate the coat a little bit easier so you can comb it out easier. That's all that does. But you have supplements that actually say that will reduce the amount of shedding. Honestly, I don't know what the long-term effect is, but it's natural process to shed. Listen, if you're going to go out and you're going to get a dog, well, listen, you got German Shepherds. You have to accept the fact you're going to have hair in your house. You're going to have hair in your carpet, on your clothes. That's part of it. You know, I mean, that's that's part of owning a Yeah, it's like you're telling me, accept the aging process, you know, which is very hard for us. (laughs) <laughs> it is hard for us, but you know, we we really we really can't change it. We'll try to, but it it doesn't change. It's the same thing. Never take Go the ahead. word no, especially from Americans. So I'm not sure if I if I got this point from you right now. I will still try. Wait, I'm not following you there. What do you mean, never say the word no? <laughs> I'm not used to take the word no. And you said no, you cannot stop it. No, I'm kidding. I I agree with you. We cannot stop it. We can delay it. Let's we leave it on that and uh, just follow you. Absolutely. I still didn't understand what you're talking about today. So go ahead. (laughs) 
Well, it's because you changed my whole um, my whole tip there. You went to <laughs> beat the shetty. But that's okay. I think, Cal, I think I got my point across, right? I think so. I think you did. But you, you know what? I like when Vlade, I like Vlade's questions because it makes you think. It so, does. Um, you know, I, I, actually, yeah, I actually, no, I'm serious. They're good questions, Vlade, because you know what? Every, it's it's like me asking you training questions. Everyone, everyone has that question on mind, but maybe they don't want to ask it. So ask away, my friend. Ask away. Yeah, that's what I go. was asking my teacher back in Russia. Why, if a socialistic system is better than capitalistic, why we in Russia had three sausages and Americans had 25? <laughs> and she looked at me in the same way like you look at me now, and just basically eye contact was like, you want me kill you now or wait on when the class will be over? <laughs> one 405 8405 tip of the week and all these tips over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. We're going to the phones next. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Some people teach their dog to sit, maybe shake hands or catch a frisbee. But a New Jersey woman tried to teach her dog how to dial 911 and ended up in a lot of trouble. Sylvia D'Antonio admitted placing three late-night 911 calls to the Parsippany, New Jersey Police Department. The police dispatcher was alarmed because when the calls were picked up, the only communication was heavy breathing. The calls were traced and three squad cars raced to D'Antonio's home only to find her trying to teach her German shepherd how to call for help. The police were not amused and slapped her with a summons for disorderly conduct. Maybe she should have tried teaching him how to order a pizza first. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Warm weather is here and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners. Because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall. W-A-H-L-Pet.com. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Do you love cleaning the litter box? 
I didn't think so. Fortunately, you can solve your litter box problems with a free bag of world's best cat litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. For a limited time, you can go hassle-free for free with a mail-in rebate. To get your free bag, visit www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. Radio, toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Animal communicator Joey Turner, dog father Joey Villani, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, and Dr. Debbie, all here. Actually, Dr. Debbie, she's off at a super secret animal radio mission. But she'll still be answering your calls today. Emmy Lou Harris will be joining us for the Season of Stars, a fine musician, as well as a dog lover. I believe she has her own rescue, too. We'll talk to her in just a couple of minutes. Right now, it's Joanne's turn. Hi, Joanne. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Good. I understand you want to talk to our animal communicator, Joy Turner, and she's right here. Yes. Thank you. Hi, Joanne. How can I help you today? I uh, I have a, an 11-year-old Tasha Jean, so she's older but not old, old, and um, she just seems depressed lately, and I'm, I'm more about her. Um, I do take her to the vet, so, I mean, every, she says everything's fine, but I thought, is there something she wants to tell me? Is she okay? And is she dog or cat or what? Oh, I didn't tell you. Sorry. <laughs> She's That's an 11-year-old okay. um, female Australian shepherd, a dog. Okay, fine. Oh, and she comes to me. She gives me such a gentle, loving sigh. She's such a loving little girl. Yeah. She says that um, she's not worried about anything. She thinks you worry about her. And I do. She's not worried about anything. She says she thinks she's doing okay. She's just getting older, and she recognizes that she's older, so she's not having a real issue with it. Um, she says every now and then... It's like somebody wraps something around her middle, and she has a hard time taking a breath every now and then. Like she has to hmm. focus on it more. It takes a little more effort to draw it in. Mm-hmm. So you might want to talk either to our Dr. Debbie or to your own vet and see um, what that might be. It might be just hardly even the beginning of something that maybe Tess couldn't pick up. Sometimes bodies will do that. And maybe it's something that if you give them something to look for, they can give you an idea of what might be going on with her. But she's happy. Do you have happy, any ideas so what she... have to do with a chiropractic adjustment? Because I do get her chiropractic adjustment. Typically, if there's something with a, an adjustment like that, they show it to me a little bit differently than she did. Hmm. I mean, I, I kind of don't know. Is it inside her stomach, are you saying? Or well, it's not outside? stomach. If, if you imagine putting, like, a girdle on your ribs... Right. So that when you breathed in, you'd have a lot of pressure there. Uh-huh. That's what it feels like to her. I wonder what would cause that. Hmm. I don't know. That's why I suggested talking either to Dr. Debbie, your vet, or to your chiropractor. Hmm. But it's well, not all the time. So, again, it's going to be one of those things that's probably going to be hard for them to figure out unless it happens to be happening while she's with them. But other than that, she does want you to know she's just totally delighted with the way you are with her. She just doesn't want you to worry so much. Okay. All right. 
Thank you. Thank you for You're your call. So well. Okay, thanks a lot. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Toll free to our dream team, Doctor Debbie, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, dog father Joey Volani, or Joey Turner, or Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's actually she's screening calls today. We'll head back to the phones right after this. Animal Radio is brought to you by. New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. So like my dad. My dad doesn't want to take his heart medicines to keep him alive. I hate, I hate those drugs. Yeah, yes, I don't I, like I, taking pills, but 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 I recognize that there's a place for medication, and just you know, as you don't take an herb to cure every disease. Yeah, I, I agree. When you walk down the street, fall on your head, herbs will not help. However, <laughs> when you take care of this emergency situation, I think managing with the drugs is becoming beyond belief. We people dying from side effect from the drugs probably more from the disease. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it depends on what disease we're talking here. Yeah. It depends who we're talking to, of course. But uh, regarding your specialty, I just uh, mentioned in the break, here in Southern California, we start to see a lot of so-called integrative veter- veterinarians who are now um, combining their treatment with medicine and alternative medicine as far as supplements, herbs, minerals, and homeopathy. So uh, people, I think, in Southern California, people are rising against the drugs first in the nation. Yeah, but the so only think, drug that they really like is the one that you smoke and that you grow illegally. <laughs> <laughs> that drug they have no problem with. <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't be harshing on us Californians here. By the way, if Dr. Debbie sounds funnier than usual today, she's broadcasting live from a super secret location somewhere in the United States where there's sun and it's pet friendly. She won't tell us exactly where it is. Uh, we have to guess. But in the studio, we have Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator. Joy Turner, uh, Ladybug Studio Stunt Dog, is screening calls today. Judy is off becoming a grandchild. I think this is her seventh or eighth grandchild. <laughs> Stop it. It just keeps going higher. I'm going to tell you you're adding years onto her, too. Uh, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by the Litter Robot. It automatically cleans the cat litter for you. You don't need any special supplies or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter and never scoop dirty litter again. We know you love it so much. They offer a 90-day guarantee available at litter-robot.com. Animal Radio customers get a 15% discount with the code Animal Radio, all in lowercase. Use that when you check out at litter-robot.com. And let's head on over to line three. See, uh, Judy usually does this, so I'm all foot clump today. I have uh, George on the phone. Hi, George. How are you doing? Oh, good, Doc. Listen, I got a question. We had a beautiful cat that just escaped one day, you know, and you couldn't catch him, and then he came back, and he was weak, but, you know, still living, and uh, so we're feeding him the rich, wet uh, cat food and, uh, you know, some dry, and uh, he's Gaining weight but not fast. Is there some way I could uh, help him gain more, like 
you know, is there a, another treatment that I could add to it? With a, a cat that's gone through something like this, we don't really necessarily need to rapidly cause a weight gain. Um, so as long as he's eating and that he's taking in good nutrition and he, you're seeing a positive change, we really don't try to power up these guys and, and, and try to fatten them up faster. Um, that's where just love, you know, the protection of a good home and you know, good nutrition will really go a long way. And, you know, if he's gotten out, some things that I always kind of think about, you know, making sure that he's viral tested, um, feline yeah, leukemia, feline AIDS. His, his shots and his chip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so definitely make AIDS, sure that doctor? they... Cats actually can get a type of an immunodeficiency virus, and we call oh it feline gosh. AIDS, but it's FIV. And it's usually oh. those diseases are usually in cats that are outside. So, yeah, and especially if he's a little skinny or unthrifty looking, it's just kind of an important thing to screen for, make sure he's not showing up positive for that. Now, the other thing would be, in the conjunction with that veterinary visit, is um, we want to do a good deworming treatment for him. Um, any kitty, a hunting kitty, a kitty that goes yeah. outside, they always have the risk of parasites, but you know, if he's been out on the lamb for a while, we want to make sure he's well uh, protected for that. Okay, thank you so much. So basically, if uh, your vet will tell you he's fine medically, just put him in the great nutrition. We always recommend Stellan Chews and uh, add some great multivitamin supplementation, put him on digestive enzymes, add probiotic, and your cat going to live for many years. It's Vlade, the world-famous Russian cat wizard. He's actually learning a lot about cats. I'm very proud. Yeah. I, I, I was very impressed by the doctor, too. She was scared to, to suggest any drugs this time. She just said, okay, let's do a little bit of nutrition stuff first. <laughs> was hey, cool. I'm not always pushing pills at patients. Uh, you know, there's just a point in time when just a good diet is all you need. So. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're sometimes fighting with each other about this thing, but you know, we have a lot of in common, so that's, that's a good fight. Oh, George, how I love you. I can only imagine what we could do together on TV. Oh, we'd be we'd be unstoppable. <laughs> You're unstoppable on radio. I noticed you have the Deluxe Pro Series kit in your hand today. Are we giving one of these away? I hope so. Hmm. You know, unless I can keep it. I, I, I keep it? Well, I'll tell you what. You can keep one. But just one. I know you use it down at the office. We don't even call that office. What do you call it's that? It's a salon. It's, it's a, a salon. salon. Down at the salon. <laughs> Get with it, Al. <laughs> Why is this such it's, a cool kit? I mean, this is going to put you out of business you, you, eventually. Honestly, it, yeah, it, it basically it basically is. Um, if if um, Walt keeps doing what they're doing, um, I'll tell you what's so good about it. It's a professional quality, um, you know, home grooming kit. It's basically what it is. It's it's a, it's a nice little kit um, where it comes with a um, real powerful um, um, clipper, and they put the right blade on it to make it safe for um, you know just just the everyday pet owner. Use. Um, they it comes with attachments that you can um, snap on, and basically you can, you know, leave the coat a little bit longer or take it off and make it shorter. It's cordless, or it don't have to be cordless. It's, it's corded as well, so you could take it anywhere you want. It comes with a comb. It comes with a mirror, so, you, so your dog can see what what you're doing. And the really cool thing, it comes with a um, a step by step um, how to DVD. Oh, what's on the DVD? Is, um, it, it just shows you basically breaks it down and shows you how to use the clipper. It basically tells you the different um, coat types that you should use it on, the attachments for the comb. It's everything that if I was teaching in a Nash Academy still, that I would be teaching my students. Um, so, 
you know, they're really trying to put me out of business the more I'm thinking about this house. It's, you know, honestly, it's a cool, it's a really cool kit, and, it, and it's um, it's definitely worth every cent. Now, you sent me a picture this week of a dog that you cut. The before and after picture, by the way, totally amazing, just unreal. It was a schnauzer that hadn't been groomed in a year and a half, oh. and the dog just looked, you know, like like it had some quality underneath all that, and then, um, once we, we, we cut it down, it, it looked unbelievable when it was done. Okay, well, if you want to cut hair like Joey Volani, the Deluxe Pro Series kit from Wall is the way to go, and I have one to give away right now at one 405 8405 Thanks to Wall. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy is absent today. She is in Los Angeles having her, what, fourth grandchild? Fourth? Fifth? Fifth grandchild? Wow. 1-866-405-8405. The rest of the Dream Team, almost all here. Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions from a super secret hidden location on an animal radio mission. Uh, she won't tell us where it is because we'd blab it, of course. Vladi is here with Mika, and so is Joey Villani, the dog father and animal communicator, Joey Turner. Stacey, yeah. yeah? You. Yeah. No, let's, let's let Stacey to give us tip, and after that, I would like to give mine. Well, if you're single, would you use your dog to get a date with a like-minded person? <laughs> Do you think that people use their dogs as date bait? I've heard guys that say, get a puppy and walk around, and you have 50 girls at your feet right away. <laughs> I'll tell you what this new survey found. What's the best dog to use if you're trying to get a date? Coming up on Animal Radio News. I wonder what the best dog is. I'm going to stick around just for that. And what were you going to say, Vlad? And I would like to give the tip how to become the dominant dog in your dog's eyes by using doglish. Doglish. Yes. Okay. So number one, cold shoulder attitude. Acknowledge your dog f- just five, six times per day and always on your terms. For instance, if you watch TV, the dog comes to you, get the dog away f- from you and call the dog in five, ten minutes after. Remember, you start everything, you initiate everything, you terminate everything, and you win. Number two, divide your house on your part of the room which is you can go everywhere, basically, and the dog's part of the room. He can go there, but he cannot go to your part of the room. Basically, we're setting no-go room. Put your dog's toys. That's, like, that, that's kind of like how I had my childhood with my sister. You stay on that side of the room, and I stay on my side. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Dr. Davey. You sounds like you are underwater. Where are you at located? A good try, but, you know, the sun is shining here. Okay. <laughs> that's all you're going to say. <laughs> so, that's exactly all I'm giving right. you, man. <laughs> yeah, so basically, yeah, put your toys in that room, your dog's toys in that room, and, 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 and let the leash dragging by your dog for a while. And if he goes in that room, grab, step on the, on the leash, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, get him away from that room. Boy, that things works. And, uh, of course, obedience training two times per day by, by doing proactively, uh, uh, implementing practice those tips, you're not going to act reactively because uh, your dog otherwise will confuse your kindness for weakness, will, will, will board, and the only job, jobless, and the only job he will find just to drive you crazy. I'm writing all of this down. I'm going to put it over at the website, okay? I don't think those tips going to really work for the cats. What do you think, Hal? But the you keep w- trying to cross over into cat world, Vlad, and I don't know that you can do that. I noticed uh, that. I'm not sure. You don't have the cat mentality. 
Yeah, I don't have a cat mentality. And, uh, you know, every time when I say the word cat, Mika's ears are perked because for me, cats <laughs> is a great exerciser for the dogs. Um, they must have a function. I don't think in America they have a function. You see, the dogs at least can snap somebody's ass if somebody will, you know. Oh, my God. Screaming. Cats can actually, you know what? I had a cat that was a guard cat, and someone would knock on my door, and the cat would run to the door and growl. And he was a tough little fella, and yeah. uh, so he had a job. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I live in Detroit, Normally, I didn't live in Detroit, but I was in suburban. But I can, I, I've seen a lot of rats running back and forth in the in the few areas. So I definitely can assume the cat would be having a great job there, unless they're gonna be killed by the rats. So, um, but uh, you know, you're right. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I come in my client's home and dogs bark nonstop and bird just uh, screaming on me and cat jumping from the hidden position and you know and like a like a, a nightmare like a war zone and the client screaming and telling oh no 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 Vladi don't correct the bird don't correct the cat Th- this is not the uh, bad dog this is not the worst dog you came to train the bad dog around the corner you just described my daily life the barking the meowing the bird squawking the pig squealing you name it <laughs> let me describe your daily life some uh, gentleman or lady whoever approaching with the dog and the dog is shy and the dog is shaking and looking suspiciously the dog starts to growl at you and pushing its body against the owner and the owner says, oh, that's okay, that's okay. She's a little <laughs> bit shy. Wouldn't you mind to handle it for me, doctor? <laughs> True. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, boy. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Ah, sans Judy Francis today is just Hal. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, is screening your calls for Dr. Debbie. Vladdy, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Joey Volani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. And Dr. Debbie today, broadcasting live from a super secret hidden location. And she won't tell us where that is. Uh, maybe we'll find out by the end. No. Yeah. And, you know, I have to say that, you know, I miss having Judy around because, you know, there's a lot of testosterone going around. There is. And, you a lot. know, you boys just need to learn how to just settle down, be polite. You know, we're taking callers here. We got things to do. I'm on edge, I'll tell you, because she usually takes care of all these calls and everything, and that's all up to me and Stacy today. Stacy, what are you working on? You know, there's been some really great inventive programs that have come up with dogs to rehabilitate them so that they can get back into society and not be stuck at an animal shelter and, and deemed as violent or whatever. Um, there's pit bull rescues. Uh, there's prisons that are incorporating dogs in their prison system. Well, now San Francisco's created a new program to help with the homeless people in the city. They're teaming up um, dogs and letting the panhandlers foster the dogs. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Let's go to Jeff. And Jeff, how are you doing? Oh, pretty good. What's going on? I have Dr. Debbie right. Well, she's not right here, but she's somewhere in the United (laughs) States. We know that. Uh, yes, I was uh, wanted to find out some information about uh, my kitty. I have uh, a, a cat that I've had now. She's uh, about oh about three years old, and I've had her. And she was ever since she was a little bitty thing, and I matter of fact bottle fed her and everything else. And just recently, um, I've decided to get another uh, cat in the house. Uh, because I'm on the road a lot, um, usually gone 48 hours at a time. So I didn't want to leave her there by herself. 
Um, okay. Yeah. I ended up going and getting another cat, and she is oh about a year and a half old. Um, and I'm trying to integrate the two, and so far. I'm not sure exactly how to do it with my schedule the way it's been. And are you having any difficulties with the, the introduction? Are they having any sats, sitting, any displays? Well, when I first brought the other one home, I, I had read up a little bit about, you know, they shouldn't see each other and stuff like that, but I only had a limited amount of time to do that. So I went on and I introduced them the uh, very next day to each other. And, of course, I got to hissing back and forth with it with them and such. And I thought, well, okay, that's going to be okay. And then the one stayed in the back part of the apartment and the other one stayed in the front. And they kind of just, if they look at each other, they kind of just hiss at each other. But they kind of just stayed away from each other. And okay. this morning I realized, well, starting, actually starting yesterday, last, yesterday evening uh, and this morning, the older one, she is starting to go after the new kitty. And oh, okay. so I don't think she really wants to hurt her, but at the same time, I think she's trying to let her know that she's alpha, I guess. I'm not sure. So I'm not sure how to handle that situation. Okay. I'm going to say that you're going to have to back up here because when we do throw two cat personalities together, suddenly, very abruptly, you are just waiting to see what's going to boil over on your pot, on that stove. And sometimes it goes well, and we don't have problems, and other times we set up for that pot just boiling over and burning your hands. And, and you're going to get to the situation where if we're already seeing the one cat going after the other aggressively, um, you, you've already got some patterns starting here. So I would definitely, this may be really challenging since you aren't immediately there um, a lot of the time. But what I recommend, the first things when we introduce cats is we do visual separation, completely different rooms. We let them smell each other through the rooms. We share bedding eventually, so you move maybe some towels or blankets from one room where the cat's sleeping to the other one. We do that gradually. they got to get used to the senses of the other cat, the smell, the sounds of him through the other side before you throw them in together. And you do that gradual introduction. Now, the thing we need to do during this is cats, you know, they're, they're different. You know, we can't say sit, and they're going to sit just because they want to please us, we need to please them. <laughs> so the way to use uh, food to your best advantage. And so with cats, when we're trying to introduce them to each other, you want to make meal feeding where you set the food down in the zone where you're introducing the cats, maybe through a closed door, maybe through a screen door, uh, maybe through a large baby gate. Um, but you want to do that, and the food needs to be the positive reinforcement for the kitties' experience together so that every time they eat, hey, look, this cat's right here. This is a good thing. And that food is taken away at other times so that they can't go and eat without the presence of that cat. That way you train your kitty that this is a great idea. Hey, this cat, every time he's around, man, I get a, a meal. So this is pretty cool. So you want to do that and back up to that. I'm also going to ask you to get a pheromone diffuser in the zone where you're introducing the cats. And pheromones are those scent hormones that every species has. Um, humans have them. We just don't acknowledge our behavior with that. Um, so for cats, there's a pheromone that helps to calm and relax them, and it can help with new cat introductions. So get one of those, put that, you can pick those up at pet stores or at your veterinary offices, and put that in. It's like a little plug-in air freshener. 
um, put that in when you're introducing the kitties in these areas. Now, gradually, we're going to work to putting them together more and more, and mm-hmm. we may have to use some supervision with that as you're getting to that point. If we start to have aggressive displays, it's best to stop to cease that. Now, cat behavior is somewhat similar to dogs, that we want to read their their um, nonverbal communication. We want to look at the ear position. We want to look at their eyes and the movement of the tail. So if we see a kitty that's unsettled and unhappy about a situation, they're going to put their ears back, they may crouch down, that tail may whip low, fast from side to side. That's an uneasy cat. And if you push that cat into that new introduction with that other cat, you're going to ask for trouble. So you kind of have to become a kitty psychologist when you're watching for this. And then with time, weeks, months maybe, we can get most cats to introduce and to um, acclimate to each other. But, you know, the honest truth is just like my old college roommate, sometimes you just can't get two cats to get along. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Hey, look, I totally agree with the Dr. Davey said everything. And uh, when you see those signals, what she said about they're about to fight, you can uh-huh. use my device, Pet Convincer. It oh, works yeah. for the cats amazingly. Pet Convincer. Push the button, air comes out, it will stop them, startle them immediately. But again, this is the yeah, raising the you, symptoms. You, 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 you got to watch, though, because you don't want to create another thing that gets their anxiety up. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. you got to know the right cat for that. So. Yeah. Thanks no, for it, your works. Okay. it really works. We use it for the cats. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for your call there. We appreciate that. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie broadcasting from a super secret location today. We don't know where it is. It is somewhere in the United States. She is taking your calls. <laughs> At one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, the rest of the dream team is here. Well, except for Judy, she's off in Los Angeles today, becoming a grandmother for the fourth or fifth time over. I don't know how she, how she be that old. She can't be that old. This portion of Animal Radio. <laughs> I'm tell her you said that. Yeah, she, she'll never hear it. Don't tell her, please, pretty please. I'll go get you coffee. If next time you're here, okay. I'll get you. I'll make you uh, breakfast. <laughs> Animal Radio is brought to you by Vetrisin One-Stop Wound and Infection Spray for hot spots, cuts, scratches, even rashes. You can reduce your pet's recovery time up to 60% with Vetrisin. For more information, go to Vetrisin.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. It's great for hot spots, and they're doing a whole deal on hot spots over at the website at Vetrisin.com. We used it this week. Our little dog got a little cut, and uh, we spray it on the cut. It keeps her from getting infected, and the cut's almost healed up. So good stuff, Betterson. Thanks for sponsoring Animal Radio. We're going to head back to the phones in just a second. Remember, Emmy Lou Harris joins us for the season of stars coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Vetrisin, a one-step wound and infection spray that works naturally with your animal's immune system to aid in the healing process. Vetrisin reduces recovery time by up to 60% on hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetrisin is non-toxic and will not sting and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or infections easy. For more information, go to Vetrisin.com. That's V-E-T. E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com. Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. 
What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. And I'm, I'm begging you. Stay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll, play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. This is Animal Radio. Yeah, I could imagine a cat hearing. Well, Boy, you know, it works nice. It works with simple situations with one cat. When you throw two cats in together like that, what I've had happen is a, a negative experience with one cat. They get frightened, and so then they associate the presence of that cat with that frightening experience. And I've had cats where we can't put these cats back together, and we struggle with this because there's something that really freaked out the one cat. Um, so that's just the caution I have with that. Um Cats, as the dogs, learn by association of their body posture and uh, your reaction. Um, in the situation when you scream in conjunction with using this product, you can clap your hands if you want to. It's just more effective. In my practice, we've done it in the cats. Um, and when the human says, and uh, when the human clap their hands, when the humans push the button in conjunction with saying they associate their changing body language, uh, aggressive body posture with uh, effect of negative stimulations and not with each other. So I understand there is, can be some type of the line between, but um, in practically you got to do something to stop the fight. That's my point. You know what? I'm going to let you train my dogs, but when it comes to my cats, eh, not so much. <laughs> let Dr. Oh. Davey will take care of it. And by the way, Judy, Judy, your wife or mistress is not somewhere, so I'm not sure about that secret location. You know, maybe <laughs> you're hiding oh, Dr. Davey somewhere it, buddy, in your man. house. Yeah, I'm gonna come over there and clobber you. You just better. Just I wish wish stop. you were here for me this time. I mean, it's just me and Vlade and Joey in the studio and the dogs, Mika and uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Stacy's locked herself in the studio, the uh, newsroom. She won't come out on a bet here. Now, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. If you're ready to solve your litter box problem, switch on over to World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It is guaranteed or your money back. Find it and get a rebate on your first bag at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animalradio. If you're one of the first nine callers right now, I have a 17-pound bag of either the Multiple cat formula, the scented or unscented formula of world's best cat litter. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We go to Linda. Hi, Linda. How, oh, I guess I got to press this button over here. Hi, Linda. How are you doing? Hi, real good. How are you doing? Good. I understand you want to talk to Doctor Debbie. Yes, please. She's right here. Well, she's somewhere Hi there. Hi. <laughs> what can uh, we do for you? Well, I've got a couple of questions, and then I've got a situation that I hope you can answer for us here. Um, well, first question, uh, we've adopted a little kitten, and she 
is nine weeks yesterday. And uh, oh, okay. I was wondering when do we start shots and when should we have her safe? Okay. Well, um, usually with kitties, we do start as early as eight weeks for vaccination. So sometimes at the shelters, they will start that uh, series. So from there, we would want to boost about three to four weeks down the road. And uh, for cats, we do the kitten series, their pediatric series, up till between eight weeks to 16 weeks. Um, So during that window of time, we need several boostings. Um, and uh, do you know, uh, as far as did they do any vaccinations, any kind of preventative care, deworming, anything like that? Um, we didn't get her from a shelter. There was somebody that's giving out kittens at Walmart. So, <laughs> Isn't that funny? You go shopping, you think you're going to buy laundry detergent, and you come home with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and then the next part of your question, you were asking about spaying. So for kitties, we usually um, we just want to make sure we spay them before they go into their heat, into their season, which is usually about six months of age. Um, So a lot of municipalities are actually passing spay-neuter laws that require that at four months of age, which is, for me, the youngest I would like to do that. Um, Shelters will do that certainly earlier just because of the uh, population concerns. Um, But for me, as long as I'm catching a kitty between four to six months, then we're preventing um, that heat and that unwanted pregnancy that kind of happens like an accidental teen pregnancy. Oops. (laughs) Um, And then um, from there, uh, do you have other cats already, or is she just the only cat? We have other, um, so between four and six months. Um, Now, I picked her up off the floor at one point. Uh, We were visiting somebody, and... um, there was like a little worm on her foot. That was uh, several days ago, a little tiny worm. But I haven't seen a worm mm. since. I was just concerned. I don't know if she picked something up off the floor or if some, she had something. And I was just wondering. But I haven't seen anything okay. before or since. But I thought I would ask okay. you about that. Yeah, and, you know, that's kind of hard without seeing the, the little critters because um, there's a lot of times I'll see stool samples that folks will bring in from the backyard on their dogs, and they'll have maggots in them, um, or there'll be other types of parasites that actually kind of congregate on the feces after the fact. Um, so what I would definitely recommend is, um, you know, get her in for her first um, kitten vaccination visit and bring a stool sample with um, because uh, even if, you know, we saw a worm, we can't prove if it was something from within or or if it was just, you know, something that your your friend needs to work on her pest control. <laughs> um, and then definitely, you know, get her dewormed as well, because deworming goes right along with vaccinations for preventative care for kitties. Okay. Okay. Well, now the hard part. Um, here's the story. When we brought her home last week, um, we have had, had two other cats. Um, we have Eddie, who's a year and a half. He's neutered. And we have Cody, who's nine months. Um, We got him at six months from a shelter. We don't know what his history was for the first six months, but we had him for three months. Now, Cody, when we brought him home, um, when we brought her home and introduced her to the other two, um, Eddie, the older cat, he didn't seem to really mind a whole lot, but Cody, uh, he became very aggressive with Eddie, the older cat. Um, He lashed out at him. He lashed out at her. He went after her like he, he was going after a rabbit. I mean, very aggressive, very angry, and to the point where he took off. And oh we don't understand so he's gone? why. Yeah, he's gone. We haven't seen him since. Okay. Yeah, and um, you know, 
every time we add more cat personalities to the home, we definitely have more risk that we're going to have social issues with these guys. Um, So the presence of that new kitty, I'm just kind of... uh, proposing here that that kind of set off a whole cascade of territorial issues that we're going to have. Now, do your cats normally go outside and stay inside? Um, normally, they're all inside. They're all inside? Um, he just got might, out somehow? They might step outside the doorway a little bit with us, but, you know, right around just the front door. But that's about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, certainly I hope he comes back. And if he does, what we definitely need to do is we need to do a a gradual introduction of the new kitty um, and allow the established cats to keep their territory, keep their boundaries, and not feel threatened in that. Sometimes we let these little cute guys run around the house, and, um, you know, it's fun, and, and, you know, we like to see them play and interact, but we're actually putting them into a territory that the other cats may not feel confident that they're not going to try to take over their territories. So you need to make sure you keep that little kitty separate and do a gradual introduction. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, if your other kitty comes back and the other two have already worked things out, that's going to be a tough uh, reintroduction. Um, Cats remember things like elephants. So if they have something that triggers a a bad feeling, a bad social experience, um, they're going to remember that in the future. And if the presence of that kitten triggers that down the road, um, you may never, you know, get control of the situation. So, um, you know, I would definitely work slowly getting the kitten introduced to your other kitty and um, you know pheromones I love using them I've talked about them before um, it's a kind of a non-medication medication way we can help to um, introduce kitties together and um, you know, definitely my heart goes out to you I hope your baby comes home thank you me too um, but the aggression it just really blew me away because he was just the sweetest, most loving kitty. He was very affectionate mm-hmm. with both my husband and I, and he and Eddie got along so well, and, you know, they're buddies, and, um, but he just turned on him. You know, I yeah. can understand being jealous of the little kitten or something, but the way he turned on Eddie, too, it, it just didn't understand that at all. Yeah, and, and and this isn't doesn't speak anything of his um, aggression or lack of aggression with people. These are cat personalities, and anything in that situation that he's going to trigger, that that he's going to associate with this kitten, could trigger that event. And I had cats where they get attacked viciously by the other cat because a uh, laundry detergent fell off of a, a cabinet when the other cat was around. That became the negative stimulus, and the cat would never permit the other cat around it again. So so, you know, they, these social things go really deep, and uh, we need to make sure that we have lots of uh, litter boxes, lots of hiding places, a lot of, lot of the little trees. Cats need these types of resources, and they need access um, sources for this so that we don't have competition, and they don't feel threatened when they have these new kitty personalities coming in the home. Um, so uh, I feel like we can go on forever about this because cat psychology is just so tricky. They are um, really sneaky little guys, and, um, you know, we can't can push that balance when we add more kitties into the home. So I'm, I'm sorry for um, your situation. And hopefully if your other kitty comes back, give me a call and we can try to work you through that reintroduction. Thanks for your call today. We appreciate it, Linda. 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie broadcasting live from a super secret location for an animal radio mission. It is in the United States, isn't it? 
Definitely, definitely. And I have uh, my my eldest uh, Labrador, Jade, who's 13. She's here by my side, a little deaf. She can't hear me right now. (laughs) She's doing great. So you're at a dog-friendly place where it's sunny, Mm, trying to figure it out. Mm. 1-866-405-8405. I have prizes for whoever can figure this out, okay? Inquiring minds want to know. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pet Stay. Where's my copy? Oh, it's a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends. Available at Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay includes the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and a specialty room service menu. If you didn't spoil your dog enough. Find more details at Caesars.com slash Vegas And in Las Vegas, from American Idol, Taylor Hicks is playing tonight through August 21st. My wife has pictures of Taylor Hicks all around the house. I don't know if I should be jealous or not. Twenty nine ninety nine. Should I be jealous? Uh, I don't know. You know, I think that's almost a little creepy when you get into adulthood, isn't it? Well, she has it like she has one in the bathroom, then she has one right above the bed, and that's the one that freaks that's me out. That's a little strange. That is. Yeah. He's playing at the Indigo at Bally's Las Vegas, and you can bring your dogs, of course. The Pet Stay program at Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood, Harris, Flamingo, Bally's, Rio, and Imperial Palace Resorts in Las Vegas. Thank you, Pet Stay, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Hi, this is Prince Lorenzo Borghese on Animal Radio. Please remember to stay neuter your animals. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <coughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, whether warranted or not, deep down, people who love animals instinctively believe that they can trust a fellow animal lover. Taking that premise a little further, both women and men have a lot of preconceived notions about what their favorite breed of dog says about them to the opposite sex. Would you use your Dalmatian to get a date with a like-minded person? Do people use their dogs as date bait? A recent survey about what breeds are attractive to the opposite sex that was done by Kloof, a mobile app for pet lovers, revealed that if attracting a date is your goal, you can't go wrong with retrievers. It's a popular breed for both sexes. According to the survey results that were based on responses from a 1,000 pet owners and non-owners between the ages of 18 and 33, the top dog breed to attract a man is a golden retriever, followed by labs, chihuahuas, poodles, and beagles. For women... Top breed of dog to attract them to a man is a German Shepherd, followed by a Golden Retriever, a Lab, Husky, and French Bulldog. Filmmaker Danny Boyle's come under fire for planning to include live animals in the opening ceremony of the London Olympics. Campaigners are branding his idea exploitive. The Slumdog Millionaire director recently unveiled plans to include real grass, soil, and farmyard creatures at the ceremony. It's going to kick off the international sporting event in London this month. He's set to include 12 horses, 10 chickens, 70 sheep, 9 geese, but his project has been criticized by animal rights activists, saying that it's just going to terrorize these animals. Many of those animals, especially the sheep, are likely to just go crazy. It's exploitive and potentially cruel, said Justin Kurswell, a campaign director for one of the animal rights activists. 
Puppies have some pretty magical powers. The ability to look cute from all angles. The ability to pee whenever they want or wherever they want. Now, they also have the power to address San Francisco's panhandling problem. The city will initiate a new program August 1st, believed to be the first of its kind in the country, WOOF, which is Wonderful Opportunities for Occupants and Fidos. It encourages homeless individuals to give up panhandling. In exchange, they'll receive a small stipend to foster problematic puppies until they're ready for adoption. Bevan Duffy, who's San Francisco's point person on homeless issues, said that his goal is to try and help both the city and the animals. San Francisco Animal Care and Control will uh, screen potential foster parents to ensure that they're a good fit, they're not mentally ill, and that they aren't hoarders or don't have any history of violence and aren't seeking treatment for addiction. They also promise to stop panhandling if they're caught begging with the puppy, the animal's taken back to the shelter. But in exchange for the approved applicant, they will get 50 to 75 bucks a week, as well as several training sessions, regular check-ins, all the dog food, toys, leashes, and vet care that they need. And um, as the program expands, that people will ideally be trained in grooming, dog walking, or other animal-related skills so they can actually join the regular workforce again. Sounds like a win-win for everybody. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hello, Emmy Lou Harris. Hello, Hal. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Good, fine. 12-time Grammy winner Emmy Lou Harris joining us. Not a lot of people know this. You actually are devoting your life to animals more than anybody I know. Oh, I don't know about that, but um, yeah, the animals that kind of uh, wriggle their way into my heart, you know, actually uh, my whole life, but I find I have... Um, you know, I have the um, the time and uh, the opportunity to to give back a little bit to to um, you know these critters that have given me so much. Well, you have a special dog that travels with you on the road, huh? Well, uh, I, yes, I had uh, I have one. I have two now, actually. Wow. But uh, my all this work that I'm doing right now is inspired by a dog named Bonaparte uh-huh. that I got in um, I got in 2002. And uh, he was a year old. I got him from Nashville Humane. And he ended up traveling with me for 10 years and, wow. and sleeping in my room, um, you know, at home. So he was with, he was my constant companion. And uh, I lost him in 2002. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I had, we had other animals. I mean, we have quite a menagerie here. But he was my special guy. Well, you and, made a legend out of him, didn't you? You, you well, created <laughs> Uh, mini legend, maybe. Uh, he's, um, you know, in honor of him, his memory, um, uh, I started what I call Bonaparte Retreat, which is just a very small uh, animal rescue, dog rescue that I do in my backyard. Um, really, uh, three dogs at a time, although we right now we've got four. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say no when we, we're taking <laughs> dogs. Right now, we started taking dogs, uh, fostering for Nashville Humane, and I'm still very connected to them and their excellent work they do here in the community. Um, I mean, they have the Rover, you know, which is the spay and neuter, the mobile 
a clinic that goes around and does the free spay and neutering, mm-hmm. um, which is so important uh, to all these issues we talk about. Uh, but but uh, I, I I took one dog uh, 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 a while back from um, when I had a vacancy. I took one from uh, Metro Animal Control where the dogs have a small window of time mm-hmm. uh, before they're euthanized for no other reason than they run out of time. And there were just so many of them that gradually I end up now. This is what I do. I just adopt them mm-hmm. from the Nashville uh, <laughs> Metro from Metro Animal Control. And uh, then they're my responsibility, and we we screen the people that come through. And um, uh, I'm actually affiliated now with uh, Happy Tales Humane, which is uh, for now a series of foster homes. But they're they're we're raising we're in the process now of raising money to have a permanent facility for Happy Tales. But I will still ha- always have my Bonaparte retreat here in my backyard for a small number of dogs. Um, you know, you, you you wish you could do more, <laughs> because I'm happy to to have them get good, loving homes, and we 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 really do get to know the people and where they go. And a lot of times, we we keep track of a lot of these dogs through email, and mm-hmm. and and uh, even the, the people that work with me uh, even go for home visits just just to keep in touch. And um, you know, if if people are agreeable to that, because we just. We, we, you do get attached, sure. yes. but the hard part is uh, the the animals that you know you have to leave behind, mm-hmm. and and are probably going to be euthanized because they have, you know, when I go there with a, va- you know, if I have a vacancy and I go to get a dog, there's there's obviously a lot more than just one dog, of course, oh, yes. that whose time has run out, and you just kind of go, oh well, is it better to get a male or a female or. It's it's really heartbreaking. It's so difficult to make that decision, um, and you and you just have to kind of wear blinders because you're so limited. We're hoping that we can get more people to foster. Mm-hmm. You started you started early doing that and volunteering. I I really got involved, uh, you know, after Bonaparte died. Actually, it was a, a while after that because I was in in some pretty serious grieving. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'm sure your listeners will understand. And then uh, it, I don't know how long it was after I lost Bonaparte, I saw uh, a, an HBO special called Shelter Dog. Mm, yes. That really was one of those epiphanies, you know, <laughs> sort of life changing events where I saw what this woman had done. You know, she bought this motel uh, in upstate New York and just on her own just started the shelter. and. Um, I, I was so moved by what she had done, and I started looking at my big backyard, you know, with with a different eye. I said, you know, I could build some dog runs. I could, I could, you know, I have the space here, and I can do this. I, I do believe that animals are, are, are given to us to make our lives better, and also it's kind of a, a bit of a test, like. It's almost like God says, if you can't get this one right, I don't even want to know yet. <laughs> uh, because they animals don't do anything for spite. You know, they don't do anything out of, uh, you know, they don't hold grudges. Um, and, and if we can't get along with animals and do the basic, simple things to just make their lives good. Well, they teach us a lot of lessons, they, too. They teach us a lot of lessons, but I'm saying they like, teach us how to be good people. Um, I really believe, and and then they just give us back so so much. They enrich uh, our lives in so many ways. 
so you know i i just think that uh, one of the biggest problems we have is that there're just too many and not enough homes it's it's actually a math problem and that's why spaying and neutering is just so important and fostering like you said if, if Emmy Lou Harris can do it <laughs> and you have a, a, a tight schedule with uh, touring, but you, you find time in between to do this, then just uh, just about anybody can do it, right? Well, it, I don't know if anybody can do it. But, but that if loves you, If you can't, you know, if you can just volunteer a couple of hours a week at your local shelter, or especially, I think, the, the, the dog pounds where the dogs can, you know, have such a short window of time and possibly are going to be euthanized to at least walk with them and, and pet them and socialize with them and give them some kind of contact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can't take them into your homes, then you could go there. Because people in the shelters, they're overwhelmed. And, and as a community, we have to come together to, you know, legislate and educate, but also people can actually take themselves there and say, what can I do? This is a problem that can be solved. That's the frustrating thing about it. Yes. There's so many problems in the world that we think, what are we going to do? I don't, I don't know. It's overwhelming. But really, with spaying and neuter, neutering, we can pretty much eliminate the homeless dog and cat population in this country. Not only does spaying and neutering reduce the population, but it increases the odds for your pet health-wise. Right. Your pet will be healthier and live longer, so there's so many reasons to do it. Emmy Lou Harris joining us. Uh, check her out, emmylou.net. Yeah, and pull up Bonaparte's Retreat. Check it out. A wonderful fostering operation in memory of Bonaparte. This is Park Overall. I'm just thrilled about Animal Radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. There's no doubt that it's a great time to be alive. Our grandparents could only imagine smartphones, GPS tracking, robotic vacuums, and the litter robot. Yes, I said the litter robot, technology that automatically cleans the litter box for you. No more nasty litter boxes to stink up the house and always a clean, safe place for your kitties to do their business. It's so efficient and earth-friendly that you'll use half the litter, saving both time and money. And the litter robot doesn't need any special waste receptacles, chemicals, or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter. This is how it works. Seven minutes after your cat uses the litter robot, the patented litter sifting system automatically empties the waste directly into a bag-lined waste drawer, leaving a clean bed of litter for the next use. We know you'll love it so much, we offer a 90-day guarantee. You're on the cutting edge of technology, so why are you still cleaning the litter box the old-fashioned way? Step up to the self-cleaning litter robot. Available online at litterrobot.com. That's litter-robot.com. You love your pets, but should anything ever happen to your furry friend, could you really afford it? With pet insurance from ProtectYourBubble.com, you can get up to 90% reimbursement for covered charges. Use any licensed vet and cancel at any time. Let us help you care for your pet with pet insurance that covers accidents and illnesses. Visit ProtectYourBubble.com for a quick quote or call us at 855-792-7387. That's 855-792-7387. Underwritten by United States Fire Insurance Company. Coverage may vary by state.
What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. It's Animal Radio. one 405 8405 Yeah. This one is a tweet, and this is also for Vladi. They want to find a dog that is smart, that they can train. They want to know what the dumbest breeds are. What are the dumb ones they should stay away from? That's what they wrote here, ladies and gentlemen. What are the most dumb breeds. Stay away from the stay away from the Frenches, not the people. People from the French bulldog. Uh, they like to argue a lot, and not the smartest to train. Afghanian, Afghan. That's another one would be on my blacklist. And uh, from the small breeds, well, I'm not the best uh, fan of, let's say, sausage dog. I don't think they're the smartest but, one. You mean the well. wiener dog, the dachshund? Yeah, dachshund, dachshund, yeah. I call them sausage dog. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I, you can't. You can't say dachshund. That's why you call them sausage. Yeah, dog. Sausage dog. We call them. Plus, they're biting people a lot. You know, doctor. You know that if somebody comes you to a dachshund. We just got my in-laws a dachshund puppy, eight weeks old, and he's a little terrorist. Oh my god! And, and, and of course, it's your mother-in-law fault. That I understand <laughs> that. That's all my yeah. client stuff. Yeah, but that's the, they're the little terrorist. And as a matter of fact, statistically, they biting people much more mm-hmm. than any other breeds people. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Protect Your Bubble. You can get help with those large vet bills with Protect Your Bubble. Find pet insurance with great coverage for less than a dollar a day. Yes, you heard me right. Great coverage for less than a dollar a day. Isn't your pet worth it? Don't get caught off guard with some catastrophic disease that you can't pay for. Protect Your Bubble. Funny name, great insurance. ProtectYourBubble.com. Another party animal on Animal Radio. I'm your party animal, Vinny Penn. A friend of mine calls me up over the weekend and said he's been seeing a new girl. And he says, you know, we were having a great time. I was actually over her house. She's a mom. And he was playing Yankees Monopoly. And I said, oh, you're getting pretty deep in, my man. You're hanging out. It's the mother. It's the daughter. You're playing board games. You're getting knee deep in there. And he goes, well, I don't know how much more. And I said, well, why? He said, well, she put her daughter to bed. And we were sitting there talking. Nice New England fire roaring, a very Norman Rockwell scenario, I would imagine. The 2010 version. And he said, and I, I, I had to find a genteel way to just say to her, hey, FYI, there's half a mouse and some vomit on your floor. And she said, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, just, you know, if you were going to go in the kitchen and get a refresher glass of wine or anything, there's half a mouse and some vomit on your floor. <laughs> he proceeds to tell me, and she says, oh, she gets up, she goes, she has three cats who are just always running into the house with either a bird wing still flapping in its mouth or what's left of a mouse. And they typically then proceed to vomit. And he's like, well, bye bye. Yet another case of multiple cats equals 
single forever. It could even explain the divorce and and her being a single mom. I remember there was a girl that uh, I dated many, many years ago. What's that same thing happened? Uh, just sitting around the house. This is when we were we were kids, and her cat just came walking in, like, you know, with a bird. It looked like it was fresh from the cat Burger King. It had like it had ketchup all over its face, and yet it wasn't ketchup. It was bird blood. Three savage cats leaving the remains of a mouse around the house may equal Eleanor Rigby. Vinny Fed, Party Animal, Animal Radio. My friend, it is Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. 1-866-405-8405. That is toll-free to animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joy Volani, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Mika the perfect dog, or Dr. Debbie, who is on super secret hidden animal radio mission today. <laughs> you won't tell any of us where you are. Uh, no, I'm keeping this to myself. <laughs> See, that's what we were saying. It's a little KGB-ish. <laughs> kind of sounded Dracula-like, I think. Oh, that, that was one. Dracula? <laughs> See, I can't tell if Dracula was Russian. Because they do so It sounds like you're under underwater or something in the bunker. Uh, yeah. Yes, maybe. I got a call for Vladi right here. This is, I'm sorry, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Yes. How are you doing? Hey, how are you? Good. What's going on? Okay, um, long story short, uh, we have a seven-year-old Border Collie, female, uh, spade, and then we have a two-year-old spade, female, yellow lab, and I've had dogs my whole life, so I kind of know, you know, about dominance, and from the beginning, the yellow lab has wanted to be dominant, so, you know, just pushing her out of the way, she's acting more like a herding dog than the Border Collie, mm-hmm. she cuts um, Sally off. So, you know, when we first got her, I would let the older dog out first, try to teach pecking order a little bit. And it worked for a while, but now she's back to doing it again. The poor dog can't walk across the floor without the yellow lamp trying to cut her off. So, basically, she's cutting the uh, yellow lamp, not the yellow lab cutting her, no? Yes, the yellow lamp, the younger dog, is trying to... We can't really let them out at the same time in the backyard. Because she just basically doesn't even allow the older dog, the border collie, you know, do her yeah, business. Both, both of them females? Both of them females, both of them neutered. And I know yeah. the yellow lab is still, a, you know, kind of an idiot. She's a, a big puppy. Yeah. And I just kind of want to break her of this. Okay, and when she does that, what the border collie does? She just doesn't, doesn't want she to get stops. into the fight? She stops and goes the other way. Debbie, you have a two news, bad news and the good news. And the bad news you're having because of your fault. Okay. And the bad news is you should never, ever have a two females in one household. I mean dogs. Seriously? Because, yes, because the fighting among two females, it's the worst in the world. Ten times worse than among the males. The females fighting if they're fighting. I don't, you, you don't have it. But I'm talking, I am passing uh, the step doors of my clients thousands times in five countries around the world. And I've seen so many accidents and so many things in my life. So every time when somebody calls me and tell me about the stories, it's like a, it's like momentarily I'm switching off so many examples. Just, just I visualize everything what happened in the past. So, huh. uh, but they're not but fighting. They're not I, fighting. I got it. I got it. They right now, they're not fighting. Really that well. may, they play. Yeah, I got it. It's this more may bring me to than that. anybody. You know, it just annoys me. I know, I know. But look, the first dog fights uh, start uh, not 
instantly. That's happening. It's a process to that. First, you allow okay. the dog run around. Um, you know, like uh, they looks like they have so much energy. They're hyperactive. They're chasing uh-huh. each other. Cutting off after barking if someone knock the door or they see someone passing your backyard after they start to competing for attention for the humans or okay, toys and eventually okay, yes, I agree. and eventually something happens so I do respect you have a dogs but trust me you're talking to the ultimate one of the few dog trainers in the whole world was the, such a tremendous experience I looks funny oh, I maybe talks funny but uh, when it comes to the business. I am very right. serious man, and I'm dealing with the with the cases uh, just a few people can touch. So, this is about the bad news. The good news is you, like you said, you didn't get into the big trouble up to this point, and mm-hmm. plus you have a two breeds, which is supposed to be good, especially Lap. Lap's supposed to be the Democrat dog. He loves everyone, thinks everyone is a good guy. He right. wants to have a peace with everyone. Of course. Far from being biased to race or color or whatever, but I have to tell you, the color of the lab is affecting their personalities. Black lab normally is the best. Of course, English lab better than America. It's not because Russians will never say anything good about Americans. English lab is very calm, normal. American, very hyper. But the black lab normally is the best. They never have any aggressive behavior. At least I haven't seen in my life. Chocolate lamb has allergy, or Dr. Baby, Debbie can agree with me or, or on that, or he's just dumb. Uh, the the yellow lab or white lab, if somebody call me with any type of aggression, that's going to be your yellow or, or white lab. That's that's a little bit, especially for the people, but sometimes for the dogs too. But but in general, lab is the sweetheart. I love that breed. So how to turn into the into the best with. One thing for you to consider, sleeping together, working together, and eating together. I would like to write it down. I'm listening. Uh, you see, you even interrupt my, my, my point. Uh, eating together, uh, working side together, side. and sleeping together create social bond. So what I would do, get two crates and put the dogs Together, and I'm not gonna, they're not gonna live in the crate, but I'm gonna put okay. them periodically before training, after training, maybe through the night. If they need to sleep together side by side, the crates must be metal. Okay. Eating together. I start to feed them like you do, but I wanna make sure food is on the floor for one minute while they do sit stay. And uh-huh. after I will let them eat simultaneously and okay. working together. That is the crucial. If you, Davey, will diminish their social status, don't care who is the alpha right now. You are the alpha and you are not right now. You right. can achieve the status by implementing firm obedience training. Train one dog separately on all walking manner. Sit, stay, calm down. And after have a two dogs at the same side and go to your backyard, Davey. Go to the air area where your dogs is showing negative behavior and work in that particular area by working in that way you kill many birds with one stone right. you, number one you are establishing yourself as authoritative figure number two you're diminishing your dog's social position number three okay. you are marking your territory without peeing all over this is your backyard now okay i will, I will definitely give it a real try thank you thank you for your call Baby, thank you thank you well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you can check us out on Facebook at Animal Radio or tweet us at Animal Radio or the old-fashioned way 
Send us email at your voice at Animal Radio. Still don't know where Dr. Debbie's checking in with us from today, but she will be back in studio next week along with Nancy Cartwright, Bart Simpson joining us uh, coming up. Dr. Debbie, I have a green tea for you when you come in. I will brew for you the great Japanese green tea. Green tea. He's he's trying to turn me into an herbalist instead of a veterinarian. Sure. I think he's trying to turn you into his second wife. (laughs) I want to thank Emily Lou Harris for joining us today. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. Right here on this fine station. This is Animal Radio Network.